Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. No, we're already recording. Katie, we're recording. Stop drinking your coffee right into the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I've, I've heard all year. <laughs> Let's take it from the top. <laughs> Run it back. Loaf tea looking good in the throwback threads. That's my first line. Yeah. <laughs> right yep. here. Yeah. yeah. The wall, Jones. Oh, yeah. Best to ever do it. How amazing was it, though? The uniforms, mm. the game, mm. obviously. We'll get to that. Mm, 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 I mean, mm, mm. just they kept panning up to the. To the you know the crowd and seeing all the, the throwbacks was yeah. amazing. Oh, it was incredible! The crowd stacked in throwbacks. How about the field itself? Mm. Oh, looking good, man. The the helmet in the middle, um, the royal blue end zones with the old font. Um, I I want to. We got to just start the show and get right into it because I feel like otherwise we'll never get out of the cold open. You know what I mean? The cold open supposed Could to be, be the a cold new record open. For the cold open <laughs> it would be a thirty minute cold open. Let's hit the theme song. And a five minute pause. <laughs> Take twelve. If you want the wrong uncut, yeah. unapologetic from the jump, yeah. and no politics in this club, just dirt from the streets and the creeks in the mud. Tech 12, best podcast for the Seahawks, number one sports talk, yeah, we got it on live. Tech 12, every episode 12 hot takes, and we repping for Seattle, my place. It's the Take 12 podcast. It's Take 12? Why am I confused on what I used to say? Okay, yeah, I got it. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Brett. He's Lofa. She's producer Katie, and that's the best theme song on the internet. (laughs) Oh, shout out to our sponsors before I really get into it here. Shout out to Wiener Schnitzel. Do something different for lunch today. There's two locations, one in Everett, one in Fife. Wiener Schnitzel of Western Washington. That's alliteration, Holmes. Go on in, tell them the Take 12 podcast sent you, and receive an extra free hot dog. Hot diggity dog. With any other purchase at Western Washington Wiener Schnitzel. Wow. Locations. (laughs) Near you, everybody. Uh, Welcome to the Take 12 podcast. Uh, Shout out to all the new followers we've been picking up on social media. Thanks for checking out the show. Shout out to everyone who is watching on YouTube. The YouTube is off the the chain. It's out the hizzy, Lofa. It's going crazy on YouTube over there. And, of course, uh, shout out to all the the podcast listeners. You guys have been here the whole time. We love you. Lofa... Uh, the Seahawks, they took down the Browns at the last minute, but they get the W. They were wearing the throwback threads. I will open the show with you by asking you this question. Who wore it best <laughs> out there for the Hawks, man? <laughs> um, I don't know. They're all wearing the same uniform. So I'm going to let you take that one. <laughs> well, I mean, I... who was your player of the game at the end of the day? Who wore it best? Player of the game? Yeah. God. 
I mean, who are you giving the game ball to? The vintage game ball. You know, I think it's got to be on defense. Okay. You know, um, so it's between. I mean, Wags had 13 tackles. Mm. Brooks had 10 and a sack Woo. and a forced fumble. Woo. That Mafe scooped. Mafe had another sack of his own. Daryl Taylor essentially put the game away Ooh. with the you know the the sack at the end. Yeah. Jamal Adams came on a pressure and got the immaculate deflection. Oh! That went to Julian Love. I love I, it. So I mean, just give the whole game ball to the defense. Okay. I can't pick one. Defense wore it better. Oh, and I'll tell you, I mean, in the running for who wore it best, I'd say Jamal Adams is in the conversation, just how he looked in the threads. Bobby Wagner, because he's got the shield rocking. So the dark shield with the silver helmet contrast was beautiful. Um, I, I could just for fun go on the offensive side of the ball and tell you that our guy Tyler Lockett Ooh. might wear a uniform the best, dude, out of just any Seahawks. Like, he... Because here's the thing. When I close my eyes and think about touchdowns in the corner of an end zone at Lumen Field, I can see Tyler Lockin mm. in at least four or five different uniforms, mm. just tapping those twinkle toes right on the back <laughs> corner there. I, that one yesterday was almost as pretty as the one in the in the fluorescent highlighter uniform, and it was almost as pretty as the one in the blues that he does all the time. What a catch. Tyler Lockett doing Tyler Lockett things, getting open. What a throw from Gino, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, that was on that play. That was a, a scramble. Mm. Gino gets a, evades the sack, and Tyler, you know, goes straight to the pylon. Like mm -hmm. he's he's well inside of the DB, and like you think that they're just gonna either he's gonna run it mm -hmm. or he's gonna you know throw it to him right there. He just head whips and turns, and Gino just puts touch on it and meets it at the pylon. You know, speaking of vintage unis and maybe just because they both wore number seven, but Gino reminds me sometimes of Randall Cunningham. Ooh. Tall, you know, lean, can get away. Like, he kind of high knees as he's getting out of there a little bit. I don't know. A maybe it was spiral. the vintage unis or something. Oh, man. Oh, what a play. I'm excited. Kate. I can't <laughs> barely even talk. That was a sweet play. Uh, but um, the game, though, let's get into the game in its entirety because – uh, for all the fun that it was, and I want to also, well, let me just say real quick. I didn't expect the throwbacks to hit me in the way that they hit me. I don't know if, if you guys listening out there in Seahawk land agree. I mean, let us know. But, dude, because we've seen the still photos. We even saw them moving, though, in the promo video. But when they lined up for the kickoff and the camera's pulling back and you could just see the pants and the, like all the guys together, and it was giving me childhood feels, like for real. I was getting a little... Misty, and I was saying to my son, I was like, that's what they wore when I was a kid. I was like, I was kind of freaking out, man. It was it was kind of great. And I, I, I really, I don't know, it, it hit me in a way I didn't expect. Made me feel like a big old softy. Anyway. I know you guys agree out there. Vulnerable, All right. Brett. Moving on. All right. Into the game. <laughs> into the game. Enough about the uniforms. Um, look, the first quarter was off the chain. The offense was on fire. They were pretty much doing anything they wanted to do. And, um... The Browns, I wonder if Lofa will tell me they, they made adjustments. I'm, I'm sure that's what they did, or that's what a commentator would say anyway, because they did, and we went away until, that, until we needed it most, Lofa. I mean, what happened there in the middle? Um, well, I mean, like you said, the first three drives, I think all six plays or more, 20 total plays, and then after that, 
and three scores. Yeah. But after that, I think yeah. we had like 32 or 33 plays for the rest of the game. Yeah. So um, adjustments, I don't know if they really made that many adjustments. That's what, you know, oh, this uh-oh. is going to be kind of tough film to look at. I think we were off. And I think even just maybe in our play calling, we didn't run the ball mm-hmm. when we were averaging 10 and 8 yards of carry with our two running backs. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it just it wasn't a game that called for 37 dropbacks, which I think it was. Um, and it was the first time with, you know, all the shit that, you know, talk radio and stuff's been throwing at Gino. It was the first time I actually thought he didn't, other than the first three drives, he didn't quite look like Gino. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, even on some of the throws to DK, there was, you know, one or two behind him, mm-hmm. one at the ground, like really low. And there was one that I've never not seen Gino throw one of the greatest spirals ever known. Like he's always had, no matter if the pass is over, like out of bounds, he's just mm-hmm. throwing it away. Mm-hmm. There was one where even the announcers were like, "Whoa!" Like, yeah, it wasn't even a spiral, and that's not that. This was like that was the only time after those first three drives. Like, I would say anybody that's been like piling on, okay, is there concern? I still don't think he still had two fifty, two touchdowns. One freakish interception yeah. that we, we want back. Right. Yeah. That was insane. Um it was one of that was one of the great Mo Hurst. All right. I've known Mo Hurst since I was since he was sixteen. Wow. He's a Massachusetts kid. Wow. Um phenomenal athlete. But that was that was wild. Yeah. I was yeah. proud of that kid. Yeah. It was first time I could ever say I was proud of a play against the Seahawks. Not happy, <laughs> but I was proud that he made that. Um Well, look, even Randall threw a bad ball every once in a while, whatever. But you know, like I mean, it look, if we if they take the L, if they don't do what they needed to do at the end, uh, which we'll get there, um we yeah. we we we'd, it'd be a much different conversation this morning, right? I mean, winning I, solves a lot of things. No, it's not, because I got all my no. friends texting me like <laughs> Is Gino our guy? Yes, he's our guy. Yes, he's our like, guy. What are, you, what are you talking about? Yes. Like we, when it mattered most, he took the ball, five, six plays, won the game. Yes. So it's like, it's just like, I don't know what. He's our guy. We're five and two. I don't two. know what's I'm going not, through people's heads. You guys. This is what I'm saying. I, and Lofa, I know you're riding with him, so I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at everybody yeah. else out there. We're five and Shit. two. He's our guy. He's five and two. We are five and first two. Place. Like, come on. First, first place in the NFC West. He is our guy. We're riding with Gino. Good, bad, ugly, spectacular, whatever it is. Get on the seven train. We're rolling. Let's go. Um, I'm going to kind of go through my notes with myself that I took as I was watching the game because yes. it kind of goes beginning to end a little bit. Um, okay. Jordan Brooks, you guys. I mean, you touched on it there in the open, but let's get into it. Jordan Brooks, and, you know, I will give us credit because ever since he came on Take 12, he is just, I mean, he, you know, he was lighting up the league before that, guys, of course, with tackle numbers and stuff. But since coming on this show... And the pass rush in general since he came on this show, Lofa. Has taken off. Woo! He came out of You're nowhere welcome, seemingly on that blitz. He, he, I mean, he smoked him. And it, the ball goes flying, Mafe's on it. Jordan Brooks is playing out of his mind lately. Woo! Even on that play, too, mm-hmm. when he knocked the ball loose, he kind of like, you know, fell to the ground making the play and saw the ball was out, but he got up. And he just shielded the the center or the guard who was going to get it. I don't know if it was po- Ethan Pochick, uh, but he shielded him off. And then Mafe came in and scooped. Amazing. Like, so like, that's that's incredible awareness to like because most guys go straight for the ball. Yeah. And he was like, well, I see Mafe going for it. I'm just going to block this guy. 
Well, and I think Jordan's a guy. Up. Jordan's a guy who might have had, uh, might have taken some heat from some Seahawks fans over the last few years because you know he's kind of f- to fill that role when Bobby left and this and that. But man, just you got to give credit where credit's due. He's playing out of his mind the last few games. It's fun to see. Um, the, the second thing I wrote down was it's the tale of two offenses, which we which we kind of talked about there. They slowed down in the middle. I mean, do you got more on that? Do you want to keep ragging on the offense? <laughs> it's, I mean, not that there's every a good time for turnovers, uh-huh. but I said turnovers are going to be huge. We yeah. luckily did win the battle, though. Yeah. We got three. I think they we gave up two. We got three. Um, Could have had one more at the end with Reek. I mean, that hit him right mm. in the stomach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he wants that one back. Yeah. But, but we got lucky on the one that he did have. Yeah. Because – I'd be bullshit if I was the Cleveland Browns coaches. Um, David Njoku made one of the greatest heads-up plays I've ever seen in terms of the guy gets up with the ball, you hit the ball. Like, you didn't touch the the, the guy at all who would have been down by contact. You knock the ball out of his hands and, you you know, you catch it. Yeah. I was like, there's some something to review there for the competition committee in the offseason. I bet you it does get changed because of that. Interesting. Um, huh. But I'm glad I'm glad they messed it up. Well, he also figured out how to ride a <laughs> defender into the end zone on that one play. I mean, he was like surfing right on him, right in there. Man, Julian almost had that ball out. Yeah. And I, if that ball comes out even the slightest, which it didn't, that's how strong Njoku is. Yeah. But it, I, I knew exactly what Julian was doing. He went straight for the ball. And if he if there's any separation from the chest and the ball, they're gonna review that and, and give us the ball. So I thought that was, you know, a gutsy play Incredible. to go for it. You know, I liked it. Uh, but, um, here in my notes, I have Bobo Mojo. He not only catches, but he also runs, ladies and gentlemen. The Bobo <laughs> Mojo lives at Lumen Field. He gets a touchdown, and the Seahawks keep winning while he gets a touchdown. So, yay. It was no, great vision by him on that one. Yeah. I mean, plays designed to go outside. He sees the hole and he just cuts it up. 6'5", he's got to fall forward. It's got to be at least three or four yards. Dude, and he was uh, fired up when he scored, too. The crowd's going crazy. Yeah. He wore that throwback well. Uh, everybody, head over to the Take 12 merch store, take12store.com. The Bobo Mojo shirts are up, everybody, and they look glorious. They're gray. Uh, we kind of ripped off the Soto <laughs> logo from back in the day. I, I shouldn't inspired say... Inspired by, loosely off. inspired. Yeah. Our lawyers yeah. don't want me to say ripped off. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. I forgot. I shouldn't say ripped off. My bad. Uh, yeah, inspired by. <clears throat> like loosely inspired, like barely even. Yeah, like sort of yeah. re- reminiscent, I'd say. <laughs> like a whiff of. By the, by the way, the point is just get over there and order one before we can't sell them anymore. All right? <laughs> Take12store.com. Let's see those Bobo Mojo shirts at the stadium next time. Um, let's see. Back to my notes here. Uh, where were we? Um, don't you hate when your phone locks? And Oh, uh, Zach Charbonnet, Charbonnet, the Zach attack when we needed it. I thought the second to last drive was going to be the drive that would do it. And he was money on that drive. And when he gets around the edge, he's looks, he's fast, man. I love, I love what Charbonnet brings to the table. It's good to see him healthy and out there contributing. Yeah. Great vision, top end speed. And just, you know, he's a punisher, man. He's just, he's just going to deliver hits to, mm-hmm. you know, all the DBs and then the second level defenders. So, um, you know, would like to see him get more. Want to see him run five. the ball more. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> from him to K-9, got to give a shout-out to K-9. Great first run in the, in the or sorry, in the first quarter. Like, obviously, you can yeah. see his speed. 
can't mention Charbonnet without K9. They're just a great one-two punch. And like like I said, when they're both healthy, I mean, this team is just awesome. Let's see them run the ball more, though. That's what we need. And maybe that's what it was, you know. Um, I know Charbonnet was on the injury report earlier part of the week. Not sure about K9. I know he, he did have a hamstring earlier in the year. But he came off at 26. I think combined they had like 30. 30, 30 some carries um, last last week so it's just maybe maybe that's the reason we didn't see as many runs because you know that I just I don't understand it when you get the average of 10 and 8 <laughs> is that good yeah <laughs> keep doing it you would think I don't know we'll see try it again because for a moment there coming out of the second half and when our offense didn't get anything going and I just you know I just started to get scared that we were getting worn down I mean what was the time of possession like? Thirty-five to like twenty-five uh, or something like that. I think, I think there was almost. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll well, we had. I second. think before the second to last drive, I think we had twenty-four yards of offense in the second half. Yeah, so, on like nine plays. Yeah, it's not not gonna get it done. Um, <laughs> it's just. Well, this yeah. is what happened in the Rams game. That's no, all I'm saying. Yeah. Is you know when played the Rams, we were at the lead at half, and then all of a sudden we're on the play on the field for yeah. They ran 75 plays. We ran 55. They had 36, 40 time possession. We had 23, 20. So it's like when it gets to that, if it wasn't for the turnovers and and everything that you know we were doing, um, it, it could have got ugly. And we could have this could have been one of the games like like the Bengals that we let get away. Yeah, yeah. No, you're totally right. We could be we could be easily be six and one. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, how about DK? G- great catches, but a great block at the end um, um, just to seal that off for JSN. And, I mean, talk about wearing the uniform well. It, I didn't think it was possible for DK to look bigger. <laughs> for some reason, he looked even bigger out there and looked great, uh, especially on the block at the end. Yeah. Um, you know, he, on that place in specific, you know, uh, that is one that a lot of guys get called for holding. Like, mm. and he got in position – Left hand was a little high outside, but as soon as JSN got past him or to, to like lateral parallel for him, he just let go where most guys, you know, they'll like throw the guy down or whatever. And um, yeah, it was, he had some clutch catches the third down. Yep. Um, just before that. Uh, so now that ball was a little high and behind him and he just went and got it. Um but yeah, that, yeah, the that, that deep block. one too. The deep one, if it was out a little bit more in front of him, he just skates right to the end zone. He kind of the one in to, the end zone. He kind of had to throttle down. No, well, the deep one, no, like down the far side. Oh, just yeah, during okay. the drive, he kind of had to fade and slow down to catch it. I mean, it was a great catch. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying, I, you know, yeah, yeah. And then the the, the one down the sideline, the fade, mm-hmm. where the the defender was on him. I thought he was going to get a flag, but he almost had it. Just reached out. And, oh, uh, in the end zone, yeah. The hand. Yeah, that, that was. Yeah, that, that was looked a great like effort. it could be a flag. My kid was sitting on the couch, like, "How's that not a flag?" I mean, it, you know, it, here's the time of the show where we could take on the refs a little, because like, what in the hell is going on out there? The the hands to the face from Woolen. That's like. Whoa. I mean, give me a break on that. I, yeah. That's a weak one. On a I, crucial third down, too. In the moment, I thought Lofa's going to tell me that's weak. I thought it was four. Yeah, yeah, third down. Exactly. Yep, third down. Yeah. Gives him a first and down. Then, and then third, I think, what was it? It was second and 18 or third and second 18. It would have been third and 18. Um, the one that um, Spoon gets. Yeah, yeah, yep. Sure. Yeah. Yep. And, no. and so – these were the second half, right? These are where I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay, are we just getting tired? Like, because 
you know, I know we're not that undisciplined. We do lead the league in penalties, but <laughs> well, okay, but, but like I was the, wondering the if this is one. more of us getting tired. But now. the woolen <laughs> one, though, fundamentals like, going to shit, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, whether it's college or pro, there's something going on with the referees, not necessarily the main referees, but the referees who call sort of these other penalties out uh, wide maybe or whatever. Because, like, the Reek Woolen one, he's just going to jam the guy. He's, like, trying to get his hands on him. His hands come up and hit the guy's face mask, and the guy runs off. It's not a big deal. It could happen on every single play. Probably does happen on every single play. Happens inside the line. Happens outside wide. Like, it, is that a is that a penalty that football fans want to see called? Give me a break. They're wearing a face mask and a helmet. If he turns yeah. his helmet, if he grabs his face mask and rips his helmet off, that's completely different. We understand hands to the face. If he's if he's doing the lineman thing where, and you could tell us about this being a player, but like pushing, you know, up under and the guy's helmet's coming off and all that. Like that, Isn't yeah, there, we get like how that's a penalty, thing? but. Is, like, yeah, like intent. You know? Yeah, I mean, come I mean, on. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. No, May it I please mean, the court. I think back in the day, it was like, there's only, either way you hit the guy in the face, it's 15 yards. And so like the competition committee got together and like, Oh, that was incidental. It's just five yards and a first down. It's just like, <laughs> well, fuck, man. We didn't do anything. Like, we didn't even forget it. I don't, get it. <laughs> I don't know. The, the NFL gets so much credit for being the league that is so innovative and constantly changing the rules, and that they get all this credit for that's why they're so successful. But sometimes they sort of tinker with it a bit too much in certain areas. And these sort of letter of the law ones, the one – um, we were complaining about it last week where the hand glances off the quarterback's it helmet. Hits, I mean, come on. Yeah, and yeah. it brings back a big play. No, I know. I don't know. Those are annoying. Uh, I mean, that's that's the stuff that should be reviewable. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Producer Katie, give us a sponsor, and then we'll go back to the notes here. Well, I was just looking in our chat here, and uh, McNasty was talking about uh, how great it was to see those throwbacks in person. So I just want to give a shout-out to Epic Seats, who uh, furnish giveaways at every single home game. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, check out our social medias. Make sure you're following at Take12Pod to make sure you have a chance to win those tickets. We switch it up all the time. We do it different kinds of giveaways all the time. So make sure you're giving us a follow and make sure you follow at Epic Seats as well. Uh, plus, if you're buying or selling tickets, you definitely want to do it through Epic Seats. If you sell your tickets, you get a... You get 12 extra 12, 12 bucks per ticket. for every hundred. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, guys, for picking no, no, it up. I got no, awesome if you're selling, you get $12 per <laughs> ticket. Yeah, that you sell. So if you have four tickets, that's like a million extra dollars. A million. Yeah, and then if and you're then buying, I thought it was twelve for every hundred. No, no, that, that's no. the other. That's, that's the if other you're way. buying. Mm-hmm. If you're buying tickets and you let okay. another take twelve podcast sent you and you spend a hundred dollars, you'll get twelve dollars off. That's right. So yeah, so, it's like twelve percent. Get on there, buy and yeah. sell with Epic Seats. And nobody beats Epic Seats. Epic Seats, local Seattle Ooh. company, doing it well up there, everybody. Um, the last thing I'm ha- I have in my notes, Lofa. I'm not sure if you saw. I saw this on Twitter, uh, and you what? know how Twitter is. You don't. I don't know what Twitter. You mean is. X? <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, <laughs> whatever. I um, called a Twitter on a radio the other day, and someone <laughs> corrected me. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna call it Twitter forever, like an old man. Um. Okay, uh, Charles Cross, Charles Cross, and Miles Garrett had to be separated in the tunnel? Question mark. Oh. 
apparently, Charles Cross, what I read on Twitter was that Charles Cross said, that's what we do to bullies where I'm from. And then they had to be separated. Charles Cross, I mean, Miles Garrett did get the one sack, but Charles Cross was able to hold him down for most of the game, I thought, and do a really good job against him. And I like some good old-fashioned beef, so I'm kind of hoping this is real. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, uh, what about beef in the tunnel, Lofa? You in or I don't you think out? I've ever had beef in the tunnel. No? No, we settled it out on the field. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't I don't I don't know. McNasty, I, did, what are you seeing on Twitter? Was there a fight? Yeah. Is this another fake McNasty? Uh, no, this, I, no, I saw this one. I don't know. He'll put something in who, the chat. Who who's the tweet from? Who's the tweet from? I don't know. <laughs> it's gone at this point. You know how Twitter is. I don't know. McNasty, Chance? show us your face. First of all. He's crying. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm oh. <laughs> Right, How does she mind. know? I can hear it. <laughs> She's an experienced yeah, uh, Zoom Zoom uh, oh, yeah. participant, McNeil. Um, no, I'm not Cross sure. Cross did great during the game. I mm-hmm. mean, we did throw some chips and some, uh, yeah. some double teams that way, a little protections that way, mm-hmm. every now and then. But he held his own. He, I mean, Cross is the real deal, man. Hey, shout out to friend of the show, Uncle Will, speaking of blocks. Some real good blocking from the Husky out there doing his thing good and looking good in the uniform they all look good in the uniform. jason myers looked good in the uniform they all looked good out there uh what'd you see around the rest of the league did you watch any other games or do you want to talk about usc narrowly surviving i guess i mean we did win we could talk about a win win is a win <laughs> win is a win i was so scared for you man i really was I was, Dude, I was, yeah. I was gonna ask producer Katie that maybe we should fly up do a welfare check if that thing didn't go the the right way for real, just to make sure you're okay. You ain't kidding, buddy. Your uh, friends come give you a hug. It was I don't eerily similar mm-hmm. of the game we just watched with the Hawks. My team goes up 14, mm-hmm. 17, nothing. Mm-hmm. Fucking other team comes back with 21, 21 unanswered. And I was just like, I just went. To like go get a beer and come back, and I'm already I missed two scores. When is the when is the Grinch gonna start playing defense? Well, I just did. You know, we put it. it I really think it's the personnel. Uh-huh. You know, I don't. I think there's players that are on our bench that should be playing. Okay. And there, you know, I don't think it's the scheme. I just we we inserted the Eric Gentry, the middle linebacker that I he was like our freshman of the year two years ago. He was balling last year. And then this year, as a junior, who's like, you really should have been one of our leaders. They got a, a freshman All-American come in and play. And then uh, a transfer from Oklahoma State come in and kind of like man down the middle. When Gentry and Lee were our like captains last year. And if so you're just tuning in, this is uh, Lofa talking about USC football. <laughs> I don't even think we said the team name. I'm just, if, if you're yeah, just no, tuning you in, he's talking USC. Okay. Babe, we know. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> and so it's just, it's, I don't understand it. How you have probably one of your most productive players over there. He's also six, six, two twenty, four, four forty. Is that good? Well, uh, my let's talk some Huskies for a second, if you want, from one college to another, because the Huskies did a bit of what the Seahawks did. They went down to Stanford. They started kind of hot and then went to sleep and then sort of had to find it again and looked a bit shaky. I don't know. It's uh, college football is nerve wracking, man. The t- the 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 margin for any error or, or any kind of anything is just so thin that I I have to walk around the house doing chores while the games are on. 
I can't. I could can just sit and watch the Seahawks games for some reason, but the college games, I I pace the whole time. Yeah, oh. dude, it was, man. And then they kept showing the fucking 2003 game where we lost in triple overtime. Mm. Just brutal. Rude. But we won by one, and that's all that matters. Brutal. Brutal, yeah. Uh, what about the NFL? Anything uh, surprise you out there? How about Russ? Should we give Russ some credit? They beat the Kansas City Chiefs for the first time in, like, 25 years or something like that. I think, yeah, Mahomes was 25-0 and on the road Jeez. in his division. Oh, that's what it was, 25-0, and yeah. So first six, seven years. lost <laughs> in his career on the road. That's that's tough. Hey, credit um, to the Broncos though. You know the defense; yeah. they were like the worst defense ever, and everyone was taking shots. But they held down Mahomes and the Chiefs and the Swifties and and all that. Who else? There was another game I wanted to talk about. Which other one did I watch? Mm, let's uh, see, Miami. Oh, the won. Niners. Sorry, turned on his mic. <laughs> <laughs> McNeil yeah. didn't know his mic was on and just started laughing. If you weren't going to go there, I was going to go there next. That's three in a row, Holmes. Five and oh to five and three. <laughs> they um, played a concussed. They played a concussed quarterback. Dude, that's, that that's, was. I'm, I'm pretty sure they did. On? Yeah, what's up with that? That's not. That's cool. not my problem. That's their problem. No, I know, uh, but that's not cool either. What the hell? He, that didn't look right. Nah. I'm just saying. I don't know. Well, I mean, like, no, it's not. I don't know. It's not right. Like, you see, with Tua, Eagles and Commanders. Just, oh. I don't know. I'm over it. Well, just, no, no. Back to the Niners. We can we can still take oh. shots, even though that they was like maybe not cool the Purdy situation. But like, what's up with that team? I mean, what's going on? What's up with the Man. defense? I mean, you know. Well, I mean, they faced three tough division or three tough opponents and they've lost all three of their games. So, I mean, I, I don't even remember who the first five teams they were that they beat because the three losses are so fresh in my mind, mm -hmm. but um, you know, yeah, they got handled down there. And I mean, by the Bengals who apparently since our game seem like they're back. Yeah. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, just their defense. I know it's uh, I didn't expect their defense to give up 31. And, you know, that probably had to do something with the turnovers. I think Purdy had, like, back-to-back -back interceptions, yeah. one of which led to a touchdown. But um, I just, you know, their defense hasn't been turning over the ball the way they used to or the way they've been known to. So, see what happens there. The Rams. The Rams. Got destroyed. Got taken apart. And they lost their quarterback, too. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of quarterbacks went down. Uh, Stafford, Purdy, Cousins, done for the year. Ugh. My fantasy team, dude. My fantasy team is. You just, got him. Whew, yeah, I have him. I got Debo. Tyrod Taylor. Been tough. Uh, I didn't pick him up. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Tyrod's hurt. Yeah. Uh, there's there was like six or seven. Oh, um, not. Well, he didn't play. Um, Titans. Will Levis got his yeah. first action and and through. What four for one twenty eight just to Hopkins alone for three touchdowns? Yeah, yeah, uh, you can look pretty good when you got DeAndre Hopkins on your team, but he looked good too. They probably should well, have started yeah. him a little earlier, maybe. I mean, I'm guarantee you that they're probably regretting dealing Kevin Byard last week mm. if they actually have an offense right now. Yeah, like because that that's really all they're missing, and then that's going to open up the run game for Henry. You know, and Tajay Spears. So, 
Yeah, I wouldn't count them out yet with what they just did because the Falcons actually have a good pass defense and they just fucking shredded it. How about the Eagles? I mean, they 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 against the Commanders, but Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. I mean, they just look they look incredible. AJ Brown, AJ Brown is ridiculous. AJ. I have a question. Yeah, is Taylor Swift still playing football? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on there, but they, they lost. Yeah, they lost. Yeah. Yeah, Is there any... Uh... I don't know. You know, listen, it's kind of funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny that Russ got so much flack or maybe continues to get so much flack for being married to a pop star. And, like, people... There's all these conspiracy theorists. Like, oh, that's what happened to his career and all this stuff and whatever. And I'm telling you, they're coming for you, Kelsey. They're coming for you. <laughs> and it's funny that it started with a game against Russ. Because if it starts to go south, here it comes. Watch out, Swifties. Oh, as quickly as it began, quickly it will be over. Did she get as much media coverage as Bud Light? In, I the, mean, in the loss? What do you mean? Yeah, like, I, mean uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think she was at the game. Was she? Was she not? McNasty, okay. was she at the game? I, yeah. He would know. No, and that's why they lost, people are saying. Oh, <laughs> I see. Okay. <laughs> see, I told you. She, so she's got to get in blame already, but in a different way. All right. I told you. That's not right. I told you. Right. And, uh, and the, the Chiefs and the Niners are in their losing era. So. <laughs> I love it. I'm on cloud nine over here. <laughs> Bringing the jokes. I love it, man. Oh, you guys. Too much fun around here. That's the show oh. today, everybody. Um, And Aaron Rodgers was seen throwing the ball. Listen. He wasn't flexing that foot, though. Been nasty. Just all over the details. Watch, watch your film out there. We're going to do a film study with McNasty next episode. <laughs> hey. We know, before we get out of here, let me take care of some business. We know that we have multiple winners of the score prediction challenge. We are well aware. There were three people on Twitter alone, but I'm still looking because we got a lot of replies on this one. You guys crushed it out there. I think, I don't even, the impressions were off the hook. We had so many entries um, because we had it on Twitter and Instagram. So I've found three winners on Instagram. I've too. found at least three on Twitter. We're still searching through everything to make sure that we just look through everything with a fine tooth comb because um, this is the first time we've gotten that many entries, and we just want to get it right for everybody. So thank you for your patience out there. Uh, what we're gonna do is all the people who guessed correctly will put you into a bowl, and we'll mix it up, and producer Katie will pull one out. Um, it's awesome that that many people won. It's awesome that that many people entered. And you will win the $100 gift card from Simply Seattle. That also means that the score prediction challenge starts over again this week at $25. So make sure you enter uh, when that comes around next episode. And we'll draw the winner on the next episode also. So a big Simply Seattle drawing on that next episode. Look forward to that. Some people guessed um, within one point. There was, I think, three or four that had like 24-21. Oof. So close. Well, you saw my last text to you, right? With mm-hmm. 30 seconds left? Yep. <laughs> yep. So the our, our Believe uh, podcast members in Cleveland said, I see it 26-24. And I just look up and I was like, if they score with no time left, they won't kick the extra point and it'll end exactly how he predicted. It, it was very And I was close. like, that will haunt me for life. <laughs> Woo! Woo! But thank goodness for Jamal's helmet and Julian Love's hands. Woo! The immaculate deflection. I love it. I love trademark it. Put it on a t-shirt. Let's go. Put it on a t-shirt. Take12store.com. 
The ball bouncing off Jamal's head. We're getting out of here, everybody. If the ball's trickling over the shoulder. Yes. To Julian's hands. The immaculate <laughs> deflection. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, shout out to the sponsors, Delta Airlines, Wiener Schnitzel, Epic Seats, Simply Seattle. Hands in the middle. Lofa, break it down. First place, bitches, on three. Yes. <laughs> One, two, three. First, first, first place, place, bitches. bitches. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.